Welcome to the podcast Real Estate Preneurs where in each episode we unravel the journey of global players from the world of real estate and entrepreneurship. If you are listening to us on Spotify please hit the bell icon to never miss a new episode for Apple podcast users do subscribe to our podcast. Real Estate Preneurs with Dharamveer about one production. Hi, welcome to the podcast uh, to my new episode of Real Estate Preneurs. Today our guest is a very special woman, an entrepreneur, a speaker who rose from property consultant to become the CEO of the company, then started her own company and later her company was acquired by one of the biggest real estate brand in the world. and in her current role she is leading one of the world's largest independent real estate brokerage here in dubai she has featured in forbes middle east guide real estate and construction in 2015 she is a mother of 3 and calls herself a power executive please welcome dunya fadi the managing director of exp reality in dubai welcome dunya and thank you very much for accepting my invite for this podcast Thank you Dharam thank you I'm very happy to be here and happy to see rising stars in our industry you know becoming uh, known and successful and we should share every successful story we have in our industry so thank you for inviting me to your podcast Thank you very much Dunya is recognized as one of the leading and very well known real estate figures of Dubai with multiple awards and at various platforms she goes to various platforms for speaking she I believe you are a TEDx speaker also uh, Dunya Not yet maybe if they hear now this conversation they would invite me but not yet <laughs> Oh you will be soon I'm sure I'm sure Definitely. So uh, welcome uh, Dunya welcome again to my podcast Real Estate Preneurs Can you just give a brief about yourself and can you also put down one achievement which very few few people know about your career in Dubai in real estate dunya Oh okay so like you mentioned I started my career at a very young age I was a property consultant in 2005 I, I honestly I just um, I came uh, into real estate by default it wasn't a chosen career but once yes. i um, i joined the real estate industry it's become a passion it's become like you know i i, I don't see myself doing something else uh, i tried a couple of times you know to do things on the side but it's just i'm too busy with real estate to uh, to do anything so yeah i started as a property consultant in 2005 but luckily very very soon after that i was very focused and i've learned quickly the market was quite small at the time so the opportunity to learn and to grow uh, was was you know good at the time so i grabbed that opportunity and uh, became a sales manager i think in 2006 very soon after i started my career and from there on i became you know a senior executive like managing director then a business owner then a ceo and then it just started from there and i was lucky to to be blessed to have both be able to manage teams and grow companies and also still do my own sales with my existing clients and uh, that's, that that's really an achievement thank you dunya okay. in this conversation there are a lot of things to talk about like cityscape wire women empowerment technology regulation and of course about yourself mm-hmm. we will do it one by one and talk in detail but let's let me start by asking you how did it all started when you moved to dubai and was real estate always in your mind you 
briefly described it and yeah. you simply moved here for a job and actually had a did you actually had a plan in mind how to succeed because we have heard from an aspiring pilot to a real estate that's how your move or a <laughs> yeah, shift happened in school i wanted to become a pilot but i don't know that quickly evaporated and i became a business woman and yes. in real estate in specific so when i came to dubai i came it was a holiday we always used to come for the holidays in uh, in dubai but i always had to go back for school so when i came i already had my high school degree and then i studied one year so i came back it was summer and i okay. saw this vibrant city i saw a friend of mine who was working in the stock market and on her own independent i was like mm, maybe i can do that too so uh, while in on a holiday i tried and applied for uh, like three companies Yes, uh, three jobs and then I got two replies okay. and then I went to I remember I even went to and tried for university here I visited AUD and I visited also Middlesex University and I also got a letter from Middlesex University uh, to be accepted so I'm like okay I think everything is saying yes to me maybe I should yeah. move so this, this, this that's it the city was accepting you in every exactly point. yeah where where <laughs> door i knocked at the time it was yes 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 welcome so i said yeah this is it maybe so i managed to convince family back home that i would stay on and uh, continue my journey here my work my studies my everything and that's it there was no looking back there is one this became honestly when i started my plan and i still have it written down um it was maybe i'll do four years here uh, school and you know work Okay. and then i'll do two years in the united states that was exactly my written plan and at okay. 26 years old i would go back to my country and do a project and become a businesswoman there but okay. lo and behold i'm still here 18 years later with a beautiful family three kids my husband we all enjoy this place and we call it home you know why i asked you whether you had a plan because i know you write you know you you enjoy taking notes you write a lot of notes every yes. time you know <laughs> that's you always a plan is always in your mind i did have a plan but it never came it's not, it wasn't that plan and this is what i always say like when you you can plan something but the path to the plan or the path to the goal can change because you don't know what life throws at you right i mean Absolutely. circumstances Absolutely. change um a lot of things change but the goal should remain the same the goal was always to succeed and become someone and you know pursue a career and make something out of it so that's exactly what i achieved is just not by going exactly as per the plan i wrote, I wrote down but, it was even better me, but trust me in dunya if you would have been a pilot you would have looked very dashing in the pilot uniform <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> so you know you started with a small company then you moved to elysian i believe Yes, so my friend uh, Masood, he came at the time from Canada and we were all friends at that time uh, from AUD and his sister was studying in AUD and we became a group of friends and he wanted to start a real estate company because his family was, you know, trading in real estate and he also saw the opportunity that he could uh, build a business out of it. At the time, he didn't have the experience, so I did. And he asked okay. me if I could help him set up Elysian. Uh, you started with property consultant and 11 of years of your journey with Elysian, you became the CEO as well. Yes. 
So how was the company doing? You know, how was your experience? You gave almost ten years to the company. It, it, it's a very very long time. Especially in real estate, people don't this. people don't stick to real estate companies for long in Dubai. I, I have know, seen. and it wasn't my own. Remember, Dharam, um, it's 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 someone else's company. But I I'm yes. I'm a very dedicated person. When I do something, I don't easily quit. I am okay. persistent. I give everything, and I remember always referring to Elysian as my third child. So if I say that, I say if you mess around with a company, it's like you messing on uh, uh, messing up with my own child. So okay. yeah, that's why you're a power executive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I uh, yeah, but unfortunately, I mean, ten years later. So you were happy with the kind of expansion and growth on a personal level too. Absolutely, I think there is always a reason in life why things happen, and I take it like that. Perfect. And Dunya, uh, then came the big move of you starting your own MD properties. Yes, so I started MD properties, I believe, in August 2016. Uh, that was a very, also very, very interesting journey because it was a second branch in the GCC. There was an MD properties in Qatar, Doha, that okay. was operating at the time seven years. So the okay. plan was that I will, we will work on uh, clients from Qatar because I know you know Qataris were big buyers here. Yes. So the plan was yes. you know capitalize on that, sell them in Dubai, London properties since we have an existing branch in Doha and it'll be easy. But unfortunately at the time there the embargo happened. Dunya, you know a lot of people who work in real estate they always you know aspire to become the owner of one of the real estate companies one day in Dubai. Yes. But is is it is it is it advisable you know you work as an agent you are free mind yes then you become the owner of the company sometimes it feels like you become administrator not not like because sales is, is I, in your blood when you work for a real estate company yes. so is, is it was it too much of an administrative journey for you or you were also doing your sales by the side so i it was a lot of administrative work to be honest it's especially when it's your own business you have to be on it you have to i was always wishing for the day when is when is it just going to run on autopilot that does not happen to be honest because there are always we are in an evolving market we are in a very changing environment so it keeps evolving and you have to evolve with it technology wise things are changing so for me i think it depends on the person if you're a good salesperson and you're drawing in big bucks you know big deals every end of the month you are your name is on the board but you feel you know a lot of agents unfortunately especially high achievers they feel that their company doesn't do right by them and that's what's lead them, what leads them to you know branching out and just okay i'm going to start my own and get rid of this headache they don't realize that by starting their own they they're shifting their energy towards you know the follow ups and the administrative things unless you get a big team to help you and delegate things you are your energy but that doesn't but that doesn't happen the day one it it takes time to happen that Yes, of course. So you have to be patient. Entrepreneurship is not something that happens overnight. A successful, like a high percentage of businesses don't make it through. They don't become successful. And there's a chance that this business you started will not make it through. So I think before you, before any big agent or like a high achiever uh, decides to start their own, they have to sit down and have a very good business plan. And believe me, it's not about the first year or second year. bills being being able to pay those bills it's beyond that it's uh, you know you have to take in consideration a lot of things so I for me now 
I was actually about to start my own. Like you said, I had my own. I merged it with a certain company and then it didn't work out for me. So I wanted to start my own again. But then where I'm working today, it saved me a lot of hassle of starting my own again and going back and being buried in, you know, paperwork and follow ups and administrative work and red tape. And believe me, it's beyond just setting up a license and putting an ad in Property Finder. That's not what starting a real estate company is. Then, then something really big happened. It, not only with you, it was a, it was a big move for Dubai as well. Uh, one of the best, biggest real estate brands in the world, Berkshire, came and acquired your company. It didn't acquire my company. It more of I merged my business with them because they okay. wanted me to be part of their. Uh, it was Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Gulf Properties, so it's a franchise. They wanted me to be part of their senior management. Um, here in Dubai, so the, the, I couldn't do it on my own. I had, you know, I had a company, I had employees, I had responsibilities. Yes. So I had, they suggested that I could, you know, merge the business and bring everything over. And um, that's exactly what I did. I thought it would, you know, it is a, a great step. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services as a brand is a strong brand, yes. has a great legacy. The team in the US is amazing. The resources are wonderful. Um, and yeah, two and a half years later, it was it was a great journey again, but it just didn't work. It didn't work out for me, so I chose okay. to to part ways and just start again because again, real estate for me is is a passion. It's not like a yes. job I dread doing you know, every morning. I, I know you, I know I also know you from last three to four years. You know, we had a couple of deals together mm-hmm. which we worked on. So I've always seen that passion in you, and always seen that you know a fast moving business professional who wants to do things very fast and wants to achieve everything in life. I have seen that zeal in you always. I was your client, remember as well? <laughs> yes, of course. Of course, I remember. Of course, I remember. So in your current role, you are the managing director of EXP Reality. Mm. And EXP Reality is, is a brokerage firm, but not in a 100% way. It, it comes with a different mindset. It comes with a different approach. It comes with a different style of working in Dubai. Yeah. Is Dubai prepared for that kind of working? Yes, I can tell you it is because EXP Realty um, Dubai is a branch of, just to give a little bit of background, is a branch of, and it's not franchise. Let me make that very clear. We are not a franchise. We are a branch of our US uh, entity. We currently are in 24 markets uh, spread throughout, you know, North America, South, Central, uh, Africa, we're in South Africa, we're in India, we are in Hong Kong, in all over Europe, New Zealand, Australia, you name it, 24 countries with 88,000 professionals. So the magnitude of this company is amazing. And that's what wow. attracted me as well. It was founded in 2009. It has grown exponentially. We have tripled in size during COVID. And all of that thanks to their technology, because it's a technology-driven company. It's a cloud-based uh, brokerage we sell okay. and rent real estate but we like 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 a like a normal broker does in dubai like every broker st- does in dubai yes but your style is different your way is but different we operate on the cloud we have a campus in the metaverse that's our office we are in the metaverse we have something called exp world um, a campus where we go to meet train collaborate right now if you log into that world as an employee of exp 
from anywhere in the world and you want to visit our Dubai office and ask questions about Dubai, how to join Dubai or how to buy property in Dubai or give a referral to Dubai team, you will find someone who would answer you and like and vice versa. If I log in at 3 a.m. our time, I would find someone in the New York, uh, in the U.S. Uh, company in Canada and uh, so on. So we are a very, very uh, autonomous, like you, you can work from anywhere. We okay. have, this has allowed us basically to uh, be able to give higher commissions to the agents okay. because our uh, founder, Glenn Sanford, was a broker himself with Keller Williams. He left in 2009 and started EXP. And in 2013, he uh, listed the company. It, uh, it became publicly listed in 2016. We became global. So, so is, is, it, is, it, is it growing fast in Dubai? In Dubai, we are. I believe me, uh, Dharam, I have like a sheet of 100 people who would like to join us. And I'm oh. not exaggerating. I have had companies in the past. Biggest challenge was in every company. It was attracting talent. Wherever we go as, as a brand, they grow massively. Like in, in South Africa, I think we have hit 950 brokers in two and a half years. In, in the UK right now, we have over 400. In India, we have uh, over 1,200 uh, brokers. In Canada alone, we have 6,000 brokers. So it's, it's growing massively because Asians are loving it. And uh, the operation is amazing. The, 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 the compensation, like I said, this allows us to give the Asians back more commission. We also have other uh, incentives for the Asians to build passive incomes through revenue share and through equity in the company. So we all become shareholders in the company, like me and every agent and staff that works with a, uh, with EXP um, Realty all over the world, and um, especially agents who are productive, they become shareholders. They, okay. The company awards them shares every you know milestone they, milestone they hit. They get shares, so we all work for our own company. We all collaborate to succeed. It's That's it's a different league altogether, Dara. I, I no matter how much, if I mean, if I speak about it, people think I'm crazy. But it's def different because what I told you when I decided to leave my previous role, I was going to start my own company. You know, okay. but I met them, and in the process, I got the license, I got the office, everything. When I met this company and they explained what they do and how they do it. I was like, okay, I don't want to start my own company again and go through the hassle and everything. I want to it's, do it. This in real is, estate, is, it's, it's always better to work for someone. Yeah, no, it's not, <laughs> but this is something new. This is like bringing innovation to Dubai real estate industry. And I want to be the one who would do it. And, I, and this is in my bio always. I'm looking and thinking outside the box how to do things differently. Uh, and this was the the one thing so different that I could bring to this industry, uh, the leadership has a vision to further push the boundaries on everything, on every sector, and real estate is the drive, uh, the driver. I so I totally uh, agree with you. It is, it's perfectly leadership perfect. here is great. Right leadership time. in UAE is great. Yes. Yeah. So Dunya, I'll ask one question. It may, uh, you know, you you're allowed to skip, but I would like you to answer, please. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what's Dunia's pick? CEO of Elysian, owner of MD Properties, CEO of Berkshire, or managing director of EXP Reality? A mother of three beautiful children. That's my highest achievement. 
That's personal. I'm talking professional. <laughs> but that's really, I mean, I've done that a long I have, like you said, you described so many pos uh, positions, but one that is constant is I'm a mother and I'm very proud to be able to be a mother of three beautiful children and still pursue my career. Uh, I'm enjoying my role today, to be honest, managing director of uh, EXP Realty Dubai. Not because it's what I'm currently doing, but I really, it, I think all my career has led me to this position here because this allows me to grow and I thrive on growth. Is one thing I love doing is growing things. And, mm -hmm. uh, and this is exactly, I think everything I've done is led me exactly to where I am today and what I'm supposed to do. That's beautiful. You know, uh, Dunya, we will talk about one topic which is which is very close to you, which is women empowerment in the real estate industry in Dubai. Yeah. And we see a lot of successful women in business today in brokerage or on developer side. So you have, you have been always advocating it or, you know, when you saw uh, there when you joined real estate, were there a lot of women or you, you see it, you saw it, you know, how women came into the business? Was it always this number of women or it increased in year by year? No, it definitely increased. We were not this many in the industry before. It was highly male-dominated industry, and it still is, by the way. We can see, okay, we see brokers, uh, female brokers everywhere, but okay. women leadership in the real estate sector, it's still, I think it's a 3%. It's a single digit, which is shameful, to be honest, because we want to see more women uh, leading uh, companies, developers, uh, brokerages, anything linked to the real estate industry. So yes, I have seen it grow. Yes, we yeah, seen it grow. but we need to push more women to embrace the leadership role as well. We, we're always in for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm an advocate for that. And uh, I hope through whatever I do, I can inspire women to not be scared to take on leadership roles. It's a lot of- You're always inspiring so many. Trust Thank me, you. you know, uh, people, people are more, a lot of girls, you know, I see a lot of young girls, especially out of the college, they they want to have a career in real estate nowadays. Yes. But remember, you, you have to start somewhere. Don't expect to join the real estate or any other industry and become a CEO overnight. It doesn't happen. It doesn't you happen. Work it requires hard. a lot of effort. Yes. And you'll get there, but you have to work for it. This takes me to the next part of the, our conversation, which is Cityscape Wire, and of which which you are one of the board members, I believe. Mm -hmm. So, what is this? Is it what kind of unique platform is this? Like, can you brief us on this? Because I see a lot of you uh, post about you on LinkedIn that you are attending Cityscape Wire. What is it yes. all about? I, I I really personally I don't know about this. So so Cityscape is Cityscape. You know the yes. largest, the most. Uh, the biggest exhibition, property exhibitions that's been happening in the real estate industry. And it's been like side by side with the growth of uh, Dubai real estate and the region. Yes, yes, yes. So women in wire is women in real estate. So we have always, I'll tell you how it happened. I have been speaking since 2015 at the conference in Cityscape. And I am always one girl or one woman with four or five men with me. Yes. So you can see how, you know, there was a very few of us. There was a year, I think it was year of COVID, okay. when they still they still went ahead and had Cityscape. It was a smaller arrangement. Yes, it was very small. I, so I was invited again to speak on a panel. In that particular year, I tell you, we, we just, I found out that it was all women. 
like by default, we were like three ladies speaking and the moderator was also a lady. So that caught my attention Some, for someone who's been speaking since 2015 and I'm always the only woman on the seat. It really made me so happy that I had to highlight that to the cityscape organizers. And I said uh, to the ladies, I said, did you guys notice we were all ladies at the panel? We said, oh, this okay. is amazing. We should keep this trend. Maybe we'll do something next year about it. I said, sure. And then 2021, uh, we also had a ladies panel. Uh, it was moderated by uh, Tom uh, Urquhart, but okay. it was still, regardless, it was three women speaking. Okay. And wow. then we built on that momentum. So it's, it's, it's become a trend now. It's become a yeah. <laughs> routine, routine for like, Cityscape you know, now. I don't, I don't forcibly see that I want all women panel or all, but I want, we want equality. Yeah, this is what we always say, right? We want to uh, fair um, to be represented because unless someone of us is there talking about women rights and what women should get and not, it's not going to be heard. So I want women and men on the table but not only either or, but it, by default that happened. So what we did is- on, There has to be a balance. Yeah, in 2022, we decided to form Cityscape Wire, Cityscape Women in Real Estate. It was endorsed by Dubai Land Department. It was also launched in November during Cityscape Dubai. And it was such an amazing step. It's just, we wanted to create an environment, safe environments for women to come forward, to come and learn, to come and get inspired, to come and share their experiences, and also recognize women in the industry. And also as someone who's been in this market for so long, I so really want to- Do you see a lot back. of attendances? Do you see a lot of women attendance in this, in the audience? Oh, definitely. It was an amazing, we did our event uh, just um, recently, right? That we, we yes. actually had a premiere event and we were overbooked. So wow. yes, and the women loved it. They came, they met other women in the same industry. And we're not talking about brokers here. We're talking about everybody from banks, from uh, investment, um, financial services, from architects, engineers, construction, every woman, every uh, uh, real estate uh, sector, uh, how do you call it? Sorry, the, the ecosystem of real estate. It's not only about us selling real estate. There is a, it goes beyond that. So everyone who's involved in real estate was invited and welcome. And a lot of people, you know, they, they, they don't understand how it works. Now we have a platform where people can ask questions be, without being criticized. They can hear That's other great. experiences. They can learn from other women. They can, it's just that that's exactly the goal of uh, Cityscape Wire. That's great. Dunya, we, when we were talking about EXP reality and we talked about technology, you know, mm -hmm. that it's, it's like more cloud-based brokerage you are doing. How you've seen the technology evolve in the real estate industry in the last one decade? Because like, for example, we, we as Coldwell Banker, we, we moved to Salesforce, which is more of AI-based CRM. A lot of things are interlinked. So how you have changed and what do you see coming in the future? Technology is changing everything, to be honest. I remember the days when we used to use Gulf News as, a, as an advertising tool. Nice to sit I remember. at the end of every yes. trying to finalize the artwork and how to make it bright and attractive. Yes, yes, yes. All the ads in the paper. Yes. And also, you know, fax machine beeping because we're receiving a seller who wants to sell a property. Uh, so things has evolved. You know, we went on to portals, classified, online classified uh websites 
but now we're talking AI, you just mentioned. So yes. now beyond just CRMs, even CRMs, all these technologies that we used to use on the past, in the past has been powered by AI or have been powered by immersive um, uh, experiences like the metaverse and everything. It has made, to be honest, our job much easier. It is not, it's not going to get rid of the agents. That's one thing. And I think- So there's no threat to the yeah, there was a fear at first, but then because when people were talking about blockchain and everything and there was a fear, oh, they don't need people anymore. No, real estate is an emotional process. You need people yes. involved in it. Exactly. And uh, but but the technology I see is making our job easier, whether, you know, especially during COVID, we were still able to conduct our business despite the fact that the whole world has come to a standstill. And also when you are now spending your money as a company, when you when you want to spend your money in marketing, you're able to tell which marketing solution is working best for you. Yeah, I have because seen, I have seen and it has become more specific. It, it yes. has become more specific in terms of you can choose your geography, you can choose your designation, exactly, which people yes. you want to target, you can choose your different, uh, you want to do it on gender, Facebook, gender, in, income, income. You can choose Absolutely. anything, whatever you want. So it's, it's, become, it's become highly, highly technology-driven business uh, in in Dubai or or all around the world. I'll say. Yeah. So technology is definitely the, the AI. Sorry, the the AR and VR uh, also is something that is has again. You could be sitting anywhere in the world and you could do a virtual tour with your client on a property. You could um, use the help of AI to make your descriptions look appealing and better. You can create an ad in two minutes right now using AI creatives and stuff. I, I, absolutely. Everything has become easier. It's just that how you use it and how constantly you're using it as well. It's not only about today I'll check it out. Oh, it looks amazing. And then you walk away. No, you have to really make the best out of it. Create a system, check the tools, what works for you and uh, use it. I would say use it and exactly. otherwise you'll be disrupted. Dunya, do you feel Dubai real estate market is highly regulated in terms of brokerage business or there are, or there is still a scope of more regulations to come? And a follow-up to that, do you think there are, are the brokers right protected? Okay, so if we talk and compare to when I started till now, definitely is regulated because before it was wild west. Right now, I would say there is still more room for regulation, but I think RERA is doing an amazing job. They are doing. They have doing an seen also job. some steps being introduced lately in terms of uh, listings. listings. Yes, listings. Um, how many listings? You know, you remember you used to find a property listed with 50 brokers. Now you can only list it with three. three. Also, the wrong using of uh, the permits, Tarakhisi permit number, has prompted DLD and RERA to come up with the QR codes now. You can yes. scan the QR code and find out if that actually, that QR code or Tarkhisi permit number if that for that particular listing, because there were unfortunately some unethical brokers uh, and yes. brokerages that are advertising 200 properties under one Tarkhisi permit number. <laughs> so I think RERA, DLD are watching, listening and acting. So, is there room? Yes, there is still, there is more can be done. They have reintroduced now the exams, which means, you know, brokers can be evaluated for their knowledge when it comes to the real estate. I still feel that in terms of listings, 
the QR code has definitely helped, but I yes, think it has helped. Yeah, there is more yes. can be done. Um, I think a need for an MLS should be eminent, and we should we should consider that as an industry now that we're growing to create more transparency. I think the one thing we lack on uh, in as a as as industry is collaboration. I've seen this diminish as we grow. Okay. The, 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 you know, what, what do you mean by collaboration? Collaboration, what, I mean, I can pick up the phone, Dharam, and call you and tell you, hey, Dharam, I have a client, I'm coming tomorrow to see the office you have, and you will say, yes, Dunya, because we collaborate, right? There that's, is right now, I can pick up That's more of a human touch. Yeah, you know? I can pick up the phone and call listing from any portal, and the yes. agent has the audacity to tell me, no, sorry, I don't work with agents. I mean, who do you work for? Do you work for the client or do you work for yourself? Because by saying I don't want to work with you as another agent from another company, that means you're working for yourself. You're being greedy. You don't work. You don't consider the, the best interest of the seller anymore. So, and this has really, as someone who has been so long in the market to have an agent who joined two months ago, tell you on the phone, sorry, I don't work with agents. You do feel that this is not right, especially it's highly unethical to, to do something like that. But how to elim el eliminate that is very hard. I think it's a, it's a conscious decision that the the broker has to make. Also, maybe some sort of regulation can be introduced to pre prevent such uh, behavior. But in general, I think um, we're good. Developers are highly regulated. They have a lot of uh, things to tick before they could uh, they could launch a bit. Uh, they could start a project or launch a project. In the yes, market. exactly. exactly. The land exactly. price and the money in the account and the escrow account and the, yes. the checking your inspection of the progress of projects. So there is a lot that has been done and um, there's always room because we're changing. Remember, technology is coming to our business, is changing things. So there will always be room for improvement, but we are come a long, long way. Exactly. Dunya, my next question can be a one topic for a full podcast. But if I ask Dunya, How's the market and how it is, how is it in the next, say, one, one year, how do you see the market? How will, how will Dunya describe it? I wish I know we can talk, I, we can talk it for hours and hours on this, but how will we describe it in, in, say, in a minute, for example? Our market is beautiful right now. I'll be very honest. I mean, I know a lot of people are seeing prices rise, but I was having this conversation at, uh, earlier uh, during the meeting that we have not yet hit the prices when uh, the, the inflation hit at 2008 and 9, by the way. Yes, yes you're not. seeing prices are increasing, but they are not as high as they used to be in 2008 and 9. And if you compare the Dubai today to the Dubai then, then there is a huge difference change. in everything. There's a huge change. Yes, there is the, the economy is more diversified. The population is much more. The uh, infrastructure. The infrastructure has grown immensely. The, the the expo has happened. More and more plans and projects are happening. So the market is good right now because we have demand. And real estate is a cyclic business. Whether yes, there yes. is a recession or not, it's going to go up and it's bound to come slightly down and it's going to go up again. So when you are in real estate, I think you have to really think long term. If you are have a short-term vision or you know uh, you don't have a holding power when it comes to buying real estate it's not going to be a good uh, good move so we're seeing the market different 
the laws have changed as well. The more people are choosing to be in Dubai, the, the pandemic was a, sadly is a bad thing, but Dubai has handled, or the UAE in general has uh, handled I think pandemic. they handled the best in the world. The, the way yeah. they handled pandemic, no one else in, in, the, in the world. Believe me, in March, Dharam, when I was, I was in the US for a conference, in March, in the peak, like the, the week of the pandemic, that when it was made uh, officially a pandemic, I was in the United States. Okay. And the minute I hit that Emirates lounge and I saw the Emirates plane tail, I was relieved. I already felt like I'm halfway home already. Yes. And when I came the, to Dubai... Yes, you may have I, feel fully relaxed that you come to the safe heaven. Uh, exactly. And I never felt lucky. I'll be very honest. We have a good life here in Dubai. We enjoy a lot of luxuries. It's safe. It's clean. But I've never felt as lucky as I felt when the pandemic was going on, that I am actually living in Dubai. Because thanks we to always, the, thanks to the leadership here. Thanks yes, to the leadership absolutely. Here. I mean, they came out and said, you know, you don't have to worry about medicines. You don't have to worry about food. You don't have to worry about anything. When when they announce the rules, we follow the rules. Dunya, you are a very social person. I have seen you attending a lot of events, speaking at various platforms. But I also heard you saying that you are a social person, but still introvert. Why is it so? <sighs> <It's>, <laughs> I picked you up. <laughs> I know it is. It is not. Uh, I. Uh, it's um. When it comes to work, I think I am always ready to conquer the world and be wherever it it needs me to be, you know. Yes. But when it comes to my own social life, I have kids. So unless I'm at work or they are at school or they're sleeping, I'm going to be with them, you know. So my family life takes priority uh, alongside with my career. So my social life takes a big hit, to be honest, like the, the personal social life. I have a lot of friends complaining that I'm not very flexible when they just say, hey, let's go tomorrow for dinner or let's meet for lunch. Or it's not that easy for me to just say yes. I would Many times I would just excuse myself. Dunya, it, it was such a wonderful talking to you. I'm sure the people who will listen to our conversation, a lot of girls who will listen, they'll be, you know, you'll they will be inspired to join real estate or being an entrepreneur in their life by looking at your journey. The insights you have given of real estate, the technology, the women's role in real estate here in Dubai and taking new initiatives like Cityscape Wire, I think it will inspire a lot of people. And, and I hope you will keep inspiring and keep doing the good work and grow more real estate in Dubai and good business should come to all. Thank you, Dharam. Thank you so much for um, having me on your sh you know, podcast. I also want to tell those girls and young women or anyone who's listening, young men too, that if I can do it, you can do it. You just have to start, commit and have self-discipline. It's very important to be disciplined to achieve what you would want to achieve in life. Thank you. And integrity Thank you, is very important. Don't forget that. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. I agree with you. Thank you, Dunya. Thank you for your time and insights. I hope uh, it would be very useful for the listeners. Thank you very much and have Thanks. a good day. Thanks, Dara. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Preneurs. Connect with me on my LinkedIn profile, Dharamveer Singh Chauhan, MRICS, or refer to the description box.